She's alive. Alive! What's up, you guys? This is the Ghoul Gang. What's up, you guys? This is Ellie. Hey. So I am actually back teaching. It was a wonderful summer, but I am a busy bee. So I will be catching you guys probably every other week from now on. Um, hopefully as much as I possibly can. But don't worry, you guys are in excellent hands with Grace. And today we have an amazing guest, Caroline. I'm so stoked to hear what they have to say and bring you guys in today's episode. And I'm also stoked because Caroline's hopefully going to come back to us a lot this season. And I'm really excited because she's fucking dope. Am I right? So are the other guests that Grace is going to have this season. Ooh. So I miss and love you guys dearly. And I will see you. Hear you. You'll hear me. I'll catch you later. I'll catch you on another time. Enjoy this episode. Hey. Hello. I'm Grace. And we have a very special returning guest host. It's me. It's Caroline. The one who lived in a haunted house. The one who lived in a haunted house. Multiple haunted houses, really. <laughs> and no longer lives in one, despite how hard I searched for a haunted house while I was trying to buy my house. Right. Your house seems relatively new. It's not. It's from like 1897 or something. No and shit. Yeah, it was just remodeled in 2005, which is why uh, it has like the very 2005 vibe. <laughs> like eight different types of tile. 2005 like, is very in right now. It's not. It's not. It's so tacky. It's like a McMansion style home and on a two bedroom condo. It's just terrible. <laughs> the, the worst, the worst vibes. <laughs> well, I've been seeing a lot of silver pleather. And scrunchy shirts running around, so. Okay, well, that, I feel like that's, like, 2003. That's, like, a cute... <laughs> this is, like, right before the housing bubble burst when everyone was doing, like, shits on the cheap. Yeah. And you can tell. Oh, like, no. <laughs> you can tell. But, oh, no. hey, you know, it's a house. It works. I live there. It's yeah. great. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, we're doing things a little differently this season. Um, you'll still have me. You'll hear from Ellie. But we're going to have a lot of guests on this season. We just think guests are interesting. Guests are very interesting. <laughs> guests bring new things to the table, and we're excited to do that. Um, do you have a leading question? Uh, if you had asked me to come up with one, <laughs> I would have, but I'm not I prepared. always forget. Um, let me think. Who is hot enough where, like, is there any actor specifically that is hot enough that if you found out that they had been living secretly in your walls for like a week that you would still be like yeah i mean i i'd bang donald glover because <laughs> then it would be funny he'd jump out and be like hi and i'd be like whoa what the fuck i mean that would be a pretty happy like happy surprise it to find be. out like you've just been living in, like why didn't you come on he's and like it's for my new side project and <laughs> yeah. i'm like you have more talent you're so brilliant you could even like hide in someone's wall for a week and i wouldn't even know <laughs> oh. what about you well, the reason I thought of that was because I was watching I was watching Castle Rock, oh, the new Stephen King yeah. show, which is good. It's like, good. Really good. And 
I feel like Bill Sarsgaard is like that kind of hot. I just totally. I tweeted this like recently because I, and I was like I like tweeted it and then I like said it to my boyfriend and he was like. That's a really weird thing to say. I was like, Bill Sarsgaard is just the kind of hot where, like, I wouldn't be surprised at all to find him living in my walls. Like, he's that kind of creepy hot. But I'd still be like, I mean, you know, there's room in this bed. He's got those weird bug eyes. (laughs) He does, but it's like he's still really sexy in, like, the creepiest fucking way. So I just love that he is doing so much horror. Like, he's in It. He was in Hemlock Grove. Mm -hmm. Did you ever watch that? No, I never watched it. I read the book. Book is better. Yeah, I heard that the show was not very good. No, it wasn't. But he's super hot in it. Um, Just like, uh, what's his brother? Alexander. 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 Eric from True Blood. Yeah. 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 Um, He started out doing mostly horror, too. I think they just had that vibe. So, our topic today, medical mysteries. I was trying to do something hospitally, like beep, 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 beep. <laughs> yes, flatlining. Um, I had done an interview with my cousin, who's a nurse, um, and I'll have to drop that into our listener stories. But she had some really, really. She's good a hospice ones. nurse. Right? Yeah, she worked in like a nursing home, and like stuff about chairs moving across the room oh my God. and like yeah and this is in like rural australia holy shit yeah so who knows yeah oh my god i want i really want to hear that i know <laughs> so look forward to that that's another we're calling that one hospital horrors mm-hmm. it's different than medical <laughs> this mystery. is medical mystery because this isn't necessarily all mine isn't all about hospitals it's right. about a specific condition so yeah yeah so speaking of why don't you uh Give us a start. All right. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll jump us off. So I'm going to talk about BIID, and that stands for Body Integrity Identity Disorder. Hmm. It's a super rare psychiatric condition that I had heard of before because I think I watched a documentary about it when I was like 16 and kind of forgot about it. Yeah. Um, but it basically, it causes people, uh, the people that suffer from it, think that they're like their limbs that they have, like, their perfectly healthy limbs are, like, phantom limbs, and they're not a part of their body, and they, like, want Whoa. to become amputees. So, like, they see themselves as amputees, and they want to get rid of their, like, perfectly healthy limbs. <gasps> like, do they, like, think it, their arm is someone else's? Like, this isn't my arm. They just, yeah, they just, like, don't feel a connection with their arm. Like, Weird. or it's, like, it's either their arm, their legs, like, some people want to be blind, some Whoa. people want... So, like... Basically, this is a creepy medical mystery. I found this through this really creepy Reddit story. That I I need to use Reddit as a resource more often. Yeah. I mean, this is... So, the the story behind this is complete bullshit. I'm just gonna... But the (laughs) the real condition is real. And it... Like, throughout the course of my research, I, like, went from being, like, this is really fucking weird. And, like, why are people... Like, what is this? To kind of, like empathizing a lot and I completely Uh changed my idea of like what I even thought this disorder was Uh so it was kind of interesting so is this like a creepypasta this is a creepypasta the the reddit is a creepy the reddit story is a creepypasta Uh but it has like the I ended up just diving in no it's cool because um someone on our instagram actually requested more creepypasta oh we can go oh I am all about the creepy pastas. That's like all I do. See, I love no sleep. Yeah, I love no sleep too. Well, so we'll bring you those too. Yeah. 
Um, bring Just me. That's it. Here's one today. So this this is a creepy. So basically, a couple weeks ago, I ate an edible, and it was a little <laughs> bit, it was a little bit more than I was expecting it they to be. They always are. <laughs> and like, I went to bed because I was like, I can't be out here. My boyfriend was like, you need to go to bed because I was like, base. <laughs> I was basically hallucinating. I was just having like crazy, just. It wasn't good. So I went to bed and like I did what you definitely shouldn't do if you eat too much weed, which is look up like I literally Googled scariest videos because <laughs> I was like, I really wanted to watch like ghost videos like I wanted Why? to watch. I don't know. I don't know. I was in that weird. I was in a weird dark place. So one of the you know if ghosts exist. One of the videos that I found was called Barbie.avi. And it was, it's this video of this woman that's just, it's a really close-up shot in her face, and it looks like it was shot in, like, the 80s or early 90s. She's blonde. She's got, like, super poofy hair. She's really pretty. And it's, like, a close-up shot in her face, and you can kind of, you can hear her mumbling, but, and, like, she's obviously being interviewed for something. You can hear her mumbling, but you can't hear exactly what she's saying, because there's just, like, of course, creepy static noise playing in the background and like throughout the course of the interview she gets like more and more stressed out and like she starts crying and like she just seems really really uncomfortable and there's four videos there's like one two three and four Mm -hmm. and like by the end like she's like crying and she like at the very end she like lifts up her arm and she doesn't have an arm she's just like an amputee so like it's like it's it ends at her elbow and then at the bottom of the screen on the last video there's the parentheses that say b-i-i-d and so, of course, like, the prevailing theory was that, like, this was a woman who was an amputee at, or, and was looking, tr- trying to find a doctor who would remove another part of her body because, like, so, like, the... Well, like, I kind of like how this feels. Can you even me out? <laughs> Basically, yeah. Oh my God. So like one, because one of the one of the things with this disorder that I believed initially, I think because of this documentary that I watched when I was like sixteen, was that once people get their like, if you have this fixation on your like your lower left arm, once you get that removed, then you start to have a fixation on like your okay. leg or your yeah. other one or whatever, and then like eventually you're just kind of like a stump, and you're stump just like, person. yeah. Oh man. So like the I know that's not the PC term. I'm sorry. Just. <laughs> Stump I'm sorry, person. stump people, we are very sorry. <laughs> oh, God. And whatever you want to call yourselves, maybe we should cut this out. Probably. <laughs> um, so, the the story behind this, it was a, cre- it was a creepypasta that, like, this guy apparently found it, it on this, like, old hard drive in an abandoned factory in Detroit, and then he decided, he, like, there was a railroad track at the end of the video, which I didn't see, and he recognized the railroad track, so he went to the railroad tracks, and then he found this creepy house, and then he heard screaming in the house. I think I read this yeah. one. And then at the bottom, he posts all the videos, but, like, that isn't true at all. It's actually, it's actually, I, they finally figured out who it was. It's, like, this girl who, um, she's, like, in her late 20s, and she's being interviewed by a psychologist, and she is an amputee, obviously, but it's not by choice. She, like, apparently back in the day, washing machines were really dangerous, and she got her arm ripped off in a washing machine. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I 
I have no idea. I don't know how oh you would God. do that. That's like children in factory days. Yeah. So this was this is only like the seventies or eighties, so mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure what Maybe people it, were washing. It must their have been like with. an industrial Probably an industrial washing yeah. machine. So she was being interviewed about that and she the reason she's crying is because she's like talking about her arm getting ripped off in her washing machine. Yeah, that makes sense. And somebody else added the B I I D at the end. Mm-hmm. But like B I I D is a real thing. And so like before I figured out all that, that like what the actual video all was. of this happened while you were on edibles? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so then I was like, what the fuck is BIAD? Because all these people were like, oh, like, you know, the people getting their... So, basically, um, like, there's this whole underground... What they what people thought this was, was, like, this. there is a whole underground market on, like, the dark web mm-hmm. of people getting... Finding doctors who will remove... Can I just pause and say, <laughs> if you guys are hearing any, like grunting sounds it's because my dog is literally sitting on caroline's lap she is is not a small dog she's a large dog and she's just my baby now this is this is my dog child now this is uh and she's just going "Uh uh," like every 30 well it's i am also like rubbing her belly so it's (laughs) she's probably just super relaxed yeah this is from the cat oh no she's a little scar in her head poor baby um, well, yeah, so no, anyway, <laughs> there is like a whole underground market online because people who have this condition want to get their limbs removed and they don't want to chop them off themselves, obviously. Like, because I that would almost be impossible. Like, well, it's uh, not impossible, but it's like really risky. But like, if you go to the doctor with four perfectly healthy limbs and you're like, I just like, I hate this arm, I want to chop it off, like, no doctor's gonna do that, right? So, like, there's like a whole underground of doctors or like sketchy ass doctors who will do this for like a certain price or do it in different countries and like there's also like a whole market online of like people getting ripped off by people so they'll be like hey like I'm like just like a fixer and like if you give me $40,000 I'll connect you with a doctor in Thailand that will like chop off your leg. It's and always Thailand. It's, it's, it's always Thailand. I actually couldn't find I was like trying to figure out what countries this was most done in and I like, couldn't figure it out. Yeah. It's uh, I didn't actually go on to like the the real dark web forums I of it. I don't think that's And a people good idea. don't really talk about it in uh you know they don't the they Reddit don't community. Yeah. <laughs> um so basically like Ooh, I don't even know how do you even access the dark web? We've talked about this before. You have to get a Tor browser. What's that? It's like a Chrome browser kind of, but mm-hmm. it's like you can access the parts of the internet that like aren't indexed by Google. Ooh. Yeah. It's it Google rules us all. It does. One company to rule us all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I, Amazon is close second. Yeah. Jeff Bezos is, uh, like, I can't tell if he's an evil genius or, like, a nice guy. I feel like he's probably a little bit of both. Yeah. He brought back The Expanse, so, like, that's fine. Well, there was also this article of... of about him not believing in work-life balance. Oh, Which yeah. is why the turnover at his company is so quick. He's like, I'm just going to burn you out because you're going to work super hard and then I'm just going to throw you away, which makes me think he's evil. Yeah, I would say he's probably a little bit evil. <laughs> Sorry, um, going off track. Okay, so anyway, there are places that will do it. Like, there was a surgeon in Scotland whose name was Robert Smith, who in the 90s performed two of these surgeries, and he was going to perform a third one, and then, like, the chief at his hospital, like, shut him down and, like, basically... He was doing it in the hospital? Yeah, oh, yeah, he was doing it in the hospital, and he... That's ballsy. Yeah, well, I mean, he was, like, these people, like, they 
their quality of life is like they want to kill themselves like they don't feel like this is a part of their body like they don't feel like their body is whole until like the part of it is missing so so, um that's kind of sad it is kind of sad so like uh oh my god i feel like i'm so basically um it's not just removing a limb either like i said like some people want to be paraplegic some people want to be blind like there's one girl that blinded herself um, with the help of a doctor using eye drops that had Drano in them Ugh. over a period of a few months. Oh my and God. eventually she like went blind in one eye and then developed cataracts so bad in the other eye that she was like basically blind. And yeah. And so wow. like there's when it comes to because there's so few doctors that will actually do this when it comes to removing your limbs, like there's like a whole community of people who like you have to kind of get it to the point where they have to amputate it. So here's like a list of ways that I've seen on these forums that people oh, suggest to do it. So Raise you can yourself. you can throw yourself under a train. So there was this guy that talked to Vice a few years ago. Um, that's how he wanted to do it when he was a teenager. Like he had, I think it was his left leg that he really just hated, and he had this whole plan where he was going to bike to the train tracks, put his leg like on the, on the track wait for the train to go by and then like he, he it was a train track that was close to a payphone because this i think was like the 70s and then he was gonna like drag himself to the payphone and like call for an ambulance you are not going to be in any shape to do no. anything if you get <laughs> stuck under a train no no yeah it, doesn't it like suck you in I mean, I don't... I. It's not like a car. It's not like a car. I. It wouldn't be a very pleasant experience. Oh, it, he didn't end up doing it that way, and he wouldn't tell the reporter how he did it but initially. But he eventually did but it? But he eventually did do it, yeah. Whoa. Um. So then there's also tourniquets, so you can basically tie off your leg, like, prop it up, and try to, like, get the blood to go, and you have to do this for, like a day like you can't this isn't just like oh a couple hours and like but this is like and it's super painful and like most people can't do it for that long like you can't just like sit in one place with your leg tied off for that long so it's like people with diabetes when they don't have any circulation in their feet and they lose their feet yeah yeah pretty much interesting yeah um and so then they get it to a point where like all the blood is like drained out of there and then they don't go to the hospital and then the people have to remove their legs save it yeah it's ratting yeah um dry ice so some people will get buckets of dry ice and stick their arms or legs in the dry ice and again you have to do this for hours because it has to you have to get like frostbite enough to like yeah oh no in order for it to not to be viable um some people have shot themselves like multiple times in whatever appendage they want to get taken off i feel like that would be harder yeah because i feel like People can dig out bullets and just pet you. You would have to, like, shatter the bone or something. You'd have or, like, to, like, machine gun yourself. Yeah, or, like, sh- like just, like, on the knee to, like, chop. I don't know. I, I hope nobody's getting any ideas here. Yeah, I mean, don't <laughs> do not do this, but uh, there's also, this one was the most upsetting to me, which is, like, self-induced infections. So, like, getting, like, cutting your leg open and then just, like, getting it really infected and, like, and just not doing anything about I mean, like, imagine just the fucking... Oh, my God. Like, mm. like anything... If you've ever had, like, an infection on an open wound and it's just painful and, like, mm. throbbing, imagine that with, like, an entire limb for Ugh. weeks. You should just go to a really gross tattoo party oh. and have them do... 
a leg, a full leg sleeve, Ugh. and that'll get infected for sure. Yeah, just do that, and then like do all the things you're not supposed to do. Yeah, like go swimming, get in, like, it a, wet. Go to a hot tub that's like somebody's definitely been having sex yeah, in. Yeah, or like a dirty lake. <laughs> like a pond that's just like standing water. Mos- yeah, like, like mosquitoes what everywhere. What do they call those? Um, like the drainage ones. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Like a reservoir? Yeah, that'll definitely get infected, so um, do that. Some people also inject their arms or legs with chemicals and alcohol. Um, I don't know how that works. I'm not a doctor, but I would assume that that's not good for you, and that can make your leg die, fall, die apparently. So, like, they, in order, like, before they do this, like, obviously these people don't really want, not all these people want, actually want to cut off their legs. Like a lot of them are like, and I have realized I have a disorder. Like I don't, I don't like, so to kind of curb it, a lot of people will like tie up their arms or their legs or they'll like walk around like with their eyes covered if they think, if they want to be blind, like they'll just like try to like mimic the disorder that they want or mimic the disability basically that they want to have. Interesting. Um, Like a lot of psychologists and neurologists, uh, have kind of come up with theories about why this is. I was listening to a podcast uh, yesterday about um, the common theory is that um, this occurs when the brain isn't able to provide an accurate plan of the body. So, like, Mm -hmm. in your brain, you, like, have a map of your whole body and, like, you, like, this is my arm, this is my leg. These people, like, don't see the offending limb basically as a part of them Mm -hmm. um like they just see it as being foreign it's like imagine if you just like randomly had like an arm coming out of your shoulder yeah like you would be like like, "Eh." what is that like if you woke up tomorrow with that it wouldn't be a part of your body you wouldn't want it there you would be like i need to get rid of it that's like kind of that's that's a feeling and so biid sufferers often kind of equate themselves to the trans community because um, you know, the, the kind of like a feeling of being in a different body. But for obvious reasons, probably the trans community is kind of reluctant to associate themselves uh, with this. Yeah. <laughs> like, obviously, there's a difference in being like being male or female is kind of a whole state, you know, right. like, but like being an amputee or being paralyzed makes you disabled. And like, I think this is definitely a, a mental disease or a mental disorder, whereas being transgender is like, you don't, you know. Yeah. Well, so, all right, this was how I felt going into it, too. I was like, I don't know, like, I feel like this is just, like, something they should go to therapy for, but Mm -hmm. people don't want to go to therapy for it. They just want to get rid of the limb. They're like, I'm totally fine. This is just not my body. This is not my body. And, like, Mm. so, like, you know, the trans community is kind of offended by this comparison, obviously, because there's also because Freud... My our man, his his idea of of this whole thing has kind of tainted the the whole BIID, um, like the whole distinction from the beginning because he had some ideas about this where he thought that him being obsessed with dicks as he was, he thought that these people were trying to make themselves look more like penises. What? Like so, these BIID people? Yeah. So oh like his ideas of this was that like they wanted like they wanted like <laughs> their limbs to look like dicks or that they wanted to like whittle themselves to be like more dick shaped. God, the man was obsessed. He was like just because you're obsessed with penises does not mean everybody's obsessed with penises. <laughs> like you 
specifically are obsessed with penises and you specifically think about your like fucking your mom like not all of us do like that's you freud those are your problems those are your issues yeah so this like and so of course like you know he's people still think in freudian ways and Mm -hmm. all there's like sometimes of course there's sometimes sexual components to this Mm -hmm. like because there's fucking sexual components to to everything everything. so like yeah there are people who like fetishize amputees there are people who suffer from this condition who like get turned on by thinking about themselves as amputees Mm -hmm. and then there's a whole spectrum of people who probably don't fall on into bid who are just who just are obsessed with being amputees because they think it's, like, sexy. You know what I mean? Or, like, that they want to fuck people that who are amputees. attractive. Yeah. yeah. Um, hey, man, whatever you're into. Right. I mean, as long as you're not, like, chopping off other people's legs <laughs> in order to fuck them. So I really like this girl. I think I'm going to take her leg off. <laughs> I'm just, like, you know, she'd be really hot if she just was an amputee. So I'm just, I think I'm just going to come at her with an axe and just see how this goes. I don't know. Maybe she won't call you back. Um... If she survives. And so, like, in the 80s and the 70s and the 80s and 90s, it was kind of seen as this, like, sexually deviant condition. But, like, most of these people, based on studies, aren't turned on by it. They just, like, literally think. But it's, like, you know, if you're being trans, like, yeah, you might be turned on by other. There's just, like, there's a lot there. Mm -hmm. And, like, let's let's not, like, not everything is a sexual perversion, Freud. And we don't need to throw this on there. It's a fucking medical condition. And... (laughs) That's so crazy that it's been, like, from the 70s, 80s, 90s. Like, I haven't heard anything about it. I, like I said, I watched a documentary. I think it was a BBC documentary years and years ago, probably in, like, the early 2000s mm-hmm. when my house was being remodeled. Back in back in the day. The when, haunting days. Back in the haunting days when my, when my current house was being fitted with uh, shitty cabinets and <laughs> terrible tile. <laughs> if only I had known. There's a term for that. I I don't know what Chris would know. Um, so there have been a lot of studies on this, and like one study, recent study from the universe from a university in Germany whose name I could not pronounce and I'm not even going to try. Um, basically, uh, they did a study on I think it was like 20 or 30 people who had this condition who had gotten surgery or had somehow removed their limbs. Um, none of these 30 people regretted the surgery. Um, and a change for the better was seen in almost every area of their life. Wow. There were several problems, obviously, regarding problems, like quality of life problems. Like it's difficult for them to walk after you, you <laughs> might gain weight. You might, Sorry. you know. <laughs> it might be difficult to walk might after be hard. you remove one of your might legs. might be hard to hold things with only one hand. Do they, so do they not get prosthetics either sometimes they do okay yeah sometimes they get prosthetics and it's it kind of seems beyond like like beside the point or yeah but it's like not beside because they can take off the prosthetics and it's not actually a part of their body so so it would feel more like theirs if it was like Mm -hmm. man-made yeah like a piece because it's it's just like not there like Mm -hmm. it's the hand itself that's not i don't know so um they said that these problems that they were having that, like, with a slight quality of life problems were very bearable in contrast to the happiness to have their wish fulfilled. Wow. So they did have phantom limb feelings, which contradicts the theory that BIID is the limb that's not embedded in the brain's, like, body schema. Yeah. Which is interesting. Uh-huh. Um, but after the operations, most of the participants dreamed of themselves with an amputated body. 
And the majority of the interviewees did not want further restrictions. Like, they didn't want to cut off any other pieces of their bodies. They didn't want... Because, like I said, the documentary that I watched when I was younger made it seem like these people were addicted, kind of, to getting these things chopped off, to getting different parts of their body chopped off. And once they'd get one thing chopped off, they'd be fixated on another part of their body. Which I think, like, I think they're probably... uh, The documentary might have been about somebody who had that kind of like OCD tinge. Yeah, like how people get with plastic surgery. Yeah, or tattoos or whatever. I mean, there's a lot of things. Um, So basically, the realization of this wish um, was good. And it it showed, like other therapies had showed no other side effects for these people. There was no other way to get them out of this like obsession with their limbs. And the only way to do it was to remove it. So like thinking about that, I don't know. Like, after reading all these studies, like, I definitely went into it being like, this is weird. And it's like, people shouldn't be doing it. Doctors shouldn't be doing it. But also, how is this that different from, like, any other form of body modification? I mean, it is very different from other forms Mm -hmm. of body modification. But there are forms of body modification that can give you problems. Like, you can get an infection from a tattoo. You can get, like... People do, like, those crazy holes in their cheeks. Yeah. And, like, you know... Or the scarification. The scarification. I saw someone who had their whole forehead, Mm -hmm. like, scarred. Yeah. And it's just an open wound. So... For for as long as it takes to heal. Like, that's... I don't know. It's a good way to... If you're you're trying to get your leg chopped off, maybe (laughs) scar it. Scarification. Scarification might be the great way to go. And then go swim in that retention pond. Yeah. Ugh. (laughs) God. Just the the throbbing pain of an an infection just of your whole leg. Ugh. So my view of this was definitely changed around by reading all these studies because the people were happier... Mm-hmm. They were living in a body that they felt suited them and that they felt was theirs. Yeah, I mean, they, their quality of life was improved and they could look in the mirror and, like, love themselves. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like it's your body. You should be able to do whatever the fuck you want with it. If, and also, like, it should be, if you go in and you pass this, the kind of psychological profile test, like, they should be able to do, but, like, isn't it better to have these to have your leg removed in a medical setting yeah. than to, like, throw yourself under a train. Yeah. Like, and, it, yeah, I mean, it's weird. It's definitely something that, like, I would try to talk you out of if you were my friend. Yeah. And, you know, maybe try to find other options I, for it, but... I'm kind of relating it to, like, abortion. It's, you know, it's like, like... a little bit like abortion. Like, if you couldn't go to the doctor and get an abortion, you try and do it yourself and you could end up yeah, Dying. it's kind of a similar, it's it's definitely a similar concept. Your body, your choice. It is your body. It should be your choice. I don't know. I mean. I kind of have sympathy for them. Yeah, like, I do too. And I think after, like I said, I went into this being like, this is not something that anybody should be allowing. And mm-hmm. then, and being like, what the fuck is this doctor doing? But the doctor, Robert Smith, was, you know, that this was his argument. He was like, I have never done a, a surgery on somebody where I've felt like, this like fulfilled afterwards because the person was like so thankful for me of removing this leg and it was very easy obviously yeah and really no complications and like they were like these people were living terrible lives before because they just like did not feel like who they were matched like what they looked like Mm -hmm. and i don't know obviously there's also a lot of backlash from the disability the the disabled community so like why would you choose to? yeah because you know oh sorry (laughs) there's 
there's people who, you know, lose their limbs accidentally. That's how most people become amputees. And, like, so it's pretty offensive for them to hear somebody, you know, tying up their leg and pretending to be an amputee or aspiring to be an amputee because, you know, like, you don't really understand. Like, these people, the people who are non-voluntary amputees are like what the fuck yeah like Like, i would give anything to have my arm back like can i take your arm yeah how about that like yeah let's do do a little tradesy (laughs) um so there's that there's that aspect of it too and like i was watching some youtube videos of people online who suffer from biid who are like listen i understand that this is not something that i should be feeling i understand i am lucky to have four working limbs one of them doesn't feel like it's mine and I hate it and I don't know how to explain it and I'm not trying to take anything away from people who, you know, have had accidents. And also, like, another guy who got his leg amputated, the the interviewer asked him, well, like, you know, what would happen if you had, if you were in an accident and you lost your arm? And he'd like, I would be devastated. Yeah. So it's not like I'm just happy oh, to get anything it's just one chopped off. It was just this one specific part of me that I just didn't feel connected to and I didn't feel like it was me. And, oh, another, I'll kind of taper this down after this, but another thing was I was listening to another podcast about this where the scientist was talking about how they've done studies on people with this condition where they'll, you know the study that they do um, where you can kind of make a rubber hand feel like it's yours? Have you ever seen that? No. So, like, you put your hand underneath a table, and then on top of the table, there's, like, this rubber hand that, like, looks like your hand. Uh, Yeah. So, the hand looks like your hand. Or it doesn't look like your hand. It's just a rubber hand. Mm -hmm. And you will... Somebody will brush it with a feather Mm -hmm. and while somebody brushes your hand with a feather under the table and you will like be if you're looking at the rubber hand you'll just start to associate that hand with your body it's really creepy i've done it at like fairs and stuff before Mm -hmm. like there's it's just like it's one of those like creepy mind tricks you know one of those things where like people are like let me know when i get to like the middle of your arm or whatever yeah yeah but your eyes are closed i don't remember doing that one i don't know and like people and you always say stop and it's like not where yeah. you expected it to be. <laughs> you can kind of modify your body map or you can kind of modify. And they've done like virtual reality studies with like different types of arms and with amputees where like people can use their hands in virtual reality that aren't mm. actually there. So they've done kind of opposite studies. Oh, but their brain real mm-hmm. recognizes them? Yeah, yeah, their brain will like build a map to it. So they've done kind of opposite studies on people with BIID where they've like rubbed their arm with a feather or something and kind of like watch their brain reaction and like on the arms that they rub with a feather like there's more there's like too much uh of a reaction in their brain so it's almost like it's bombarding their brain with like too much stimulus too much feeling too much feeling yeah whereas like if you do it on their other arm it wouldn't do that so it's like it's it's like it's like an overload. So that's that's another theory where it's like it's not necessarily that it's not on their brain map. It's that it's there, but it's too much. Like it's oversensitive. Yeah, it like way. overstimulates. I don't know. I'm yeah. not a scientist. But um, yeah, that is. It's, well, OK. So I was reading about obviously I was Googling mm-hmm. medical mysteries. Yeah. Uh, this isn't the same thing as when people try and fight off their own limbs. I don't think so. No, I mean maybe maybe that's like a tactic somebody's used before yeah. in order to get this. I think off. that had a different 
name. I no, I don't but think. But they say those people have must have BEIID, but they also feel the need to like eat, eat themselves. Their own flesh. Yeah, I don't know. They, they, maybe it's a dual condition, but most of these people are not eating themselves or doing anything really that fucked up other than just, I guess, you know, it is kind of fucked up to throw yourself under a train, but, yeah. you know, yeah. that's just, that's just, like, dramatic, I'd yeah. say. <laughs> yeah. Just, like we there get are it. better ways, like, go to Thailand, you know? <laughs> Wait, what, that doctor was in Scotland? He was in Scotland, yeah. Okay. He was in the UK, or is Scotland part it's of the UK? It's my homeland, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, well... I don't know anymore. Yeah, I think they might have voted to leave. Yeah. Could have been Ireland, though. There's, there's too there's many Northern of them over there. Ireland and, like, I don't know. Whatever. You know, that's my heritage, too, and we're just, we're not sure. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, well, that's super interesting. I had a friend who had an unfortunate accident. He fell out of a window, and his right arm is paralyzed, but he still feels like he mm-hmm. has phantom limb. Phantom limb. And he says it's so painful. Really? It's like he feels like his arm is constantly broken. Oh, my God. So yeah. it's like not just that it's there, but that it's in pain. Yeah. Like That's in t- unbearable pain. And you know what's amazing? Is he is like a virtuoso guitar player. And he can still play with just the one, one hand. That's crazy. And it, it's amazing. That's like. You see a him testament to like, human strength whoa. and versatility. Right, and like, passion. Like, yeah. shit. Talk about overcoming obstacles. For real. That's crazy. Good for him. Good for you, Glenn Coco. <laughs> <laughs> you go. Um, well, that was super interesting. Also very upsetting. Very upsetting, yeah. But also was not that video. It was not found in the basement of a Detroit... Uh, whatever. And Warehouse. Yeah. That woman was not trying to get multiple limbs removed and don't believe everything, anything really that you read on Reddit, honestly. <laughs> but I love that I was just like, I'm going to use Reddit more as a source. <laughs> I mean, you believe a lot of things you read on Reddit, just like not in like the creepypasta or no sleep yeah. subs, obviously. And like this was like in the creepypasta sub and I was like, oh, why are any, why is anybody taking this seriously? Bodie, off the table. Off. Thank you. But also, don't don't go on those subs when you've just eaten an edible and you're fucking stoned out of your mind and you literally got kicked out of the living room because your boyfriend couldn't handle you. Don't do that. Just don't. Just don't do that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, my case, I feel like, is a little more well-known. Mm-hmm. And it's a specific case. It's not like a condition. Mm-hmm. This is like a one-off, a weird one-off. Mm-hmm. And it is called... This is from... All that's interesting.com. Seems like a legit source. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But I also have this one from like um, Discovery Magazine that okay. says all the same stuff. But this one's just a lot more detailed. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a lot more jargon in it. Yeah. Which makes sense because it's a more credible source. <laughs> they tend to do that. So this is the baffling death of Gloria Ramirez, the toxic lady. I have heard of this. Yeah. Um, So, this took place in Riverside, California, um, in 1994. So, pretty recently. Yeah, Yeah. really not that long ago. Um, It was February 19th, and this woman with end-stage cervical cancer, Gloria Ramirez, um, called an ambulance because she was feeling super short of breath. Um, 
So, the ambulance picks her up. Everything seems... She's obviously, like, in critical condition. She's in end-stage cancer. Um, So, this says, when Gloria was rushed to the hospital uh, and medical personnel began working on her, nurses took note of odd smells and then mysteriously fainted. Let's first get a little information on Gloria, because she's a person, and it's kind of really sad that... Her legacy is the toxic lady. Yeah. It is really sad. Super sad. So Gloria was like loved by everyone. Yeah. She was a fixture in her community and she was really young to have end stage cancer. How old is she? She was 31. She was either 31 or 33. Um, 31. Okay. Uh, and she, it was terminal. Mm-hmm. Like there was nothing they could do anymore. Um, and she was calling, complaining of shortness of breath and, Mm -hmm. you know, it's probably the end for her. Yeah. Um, so she gets put in an ambulance, they put oxygen on her, like on her, Mm -hmm. you know, to try and get her to start breathing. And, um, she arrives in the ER and everyone starts working on her, you know, they give her more oxygen in the ER um, and, you know, the first thing you want to try and do, it, well, they gave her a cocktail of drugs, like Valium and all the stuff to kind of, like, yeah. make her more comfortable. Yeah. Um, and they had to draw blood, you know, to get her levels. And they, like, couldn't draw it. Like, it was really hard for them. So they put a catheter in and they took the blood out. And that's when, like, all hell broke loose in, um... The, the ER. In the ER. Yeah. Like, one of the doctors fainted and had to be, like, rushed to another hospital. Two of the, like, two of the main doctors that were closest to the blood um, were, like, down. And they had to be rushed to other what? hospitals and, like, put in quarantine. Um, and the, before fainting, the doctor noticed these, like, crystals inside the blood. Like, these uh, flakes. Mm-hmm. And she's like... This is super weird. Yeah. So one by one, like everyone in the hot, everyone in the emergency room started like feeling lightheaded, feeling faint, like, and meanwhile, while this is happening, Gloria dies. Yeah. Because, because no one, no can, one work can on her. Yeah, no one can help her. Um, because they're all feeling sick. Yeah. So, um, eventually. After all this madness happens, the state declare or the mayor of Riverside declares a state of emergency, like tells everyone to stay inside their homes because they think it's, you know, yeah, some kind of like illness that yeah, she had, some that outbreak, was, yeah, because yeah. it severely affected these people. Um, let me check. I watched this really old, like nineteen ninety five documentary about it, um, and this doctor. Um, she was explaining, and she's a doctor, Mm -hmm. like, she knows what's going on with her own body. Um, she said that her, the, the blood smelled of ammonia and she was covered in a yellow sheen. Oh my God. Yeah. So they were really like, what? That's bizarre. Yeah. Like, what could that possibly be? Yeah. And that's the, she, so this doctor passed out. She had a 
a fantastic mullet in this interview, by the way. It was, I was so 1994 was like such a time for mullets. The female mullet. Yeah, the female yeah. mullet. It was end days for female mullet, but like they did not go out without a fight, those mullets. They were... <laughs> it was like a professional looking mullet. Um, it was so a doctor's she, mullet, you yeah. know? She passed in and out, or she was in and out of consciousness, but she heard people screaming and crying all around her, like the emergency room staff. So you and like know, they deal with fucking shit they all deal the with time, crazy. Every shit. single night, there's something crazy in an emergency room. Like, damn. Yeah. So the parking lot looked like a war zone. They evacuated the hospital, um, and then like the hazmat team was brought in mm-hmm. to detect, like to try and detect any toxins in the air and they found nothing what they found nothing um the medical examiner's office like had to build an airtight chamber and they transferred the body in like a refrigerated insulated truck and the creepiest part of this is that they have footage of it and they showed it really yeah uh they showed it on this interview or this documentary, and I was like, "This is a little invasive." But like, they don't show her body, but they yeah, show, say, they show the doctors wheeling her into this thing they had to build. Yeah, and they're probably wearing like creepy. They ET, are like they're in yeah. huge hazmat suits, and they were afraid because she was on this table that had like pointy edges. So they were afraid that their suits were gonna rip, and get they were gonna get infected or whatever. Um, so. They don't find anything. They list her cause of death as kidney failure, like heart failure, and cervical cancer. What? Yeah. And so everyone, people start investigating, obviously. Mm. And the cause that the city gave was mass hysteria. What? Yeah. And of course, these two female doctors were like, Bullshit. Mass hysteria. Bullshit. Huh? Yeah. yeah. You, everything is hysteria with women, right? Listen, I know my mullet is a little out there, but it is 1994. <laughs> and I am a doctor. Like, and this woman also has um, osteonecrosis. Like, the blood doesn't flow correctly past her legs. So, like, lasting physical problems from this incident. Oh, so the doctor has that. The doctor has Holy that. Holy shit. Yeah. And she was hospital- she was in the ICU for like 10 days. Yeah, I mean that doesn't that sound not like psychosis. Yeah. No. That sounds like a f- actual physical ailment. Right. So, there are many conspiracy theories about what happened. Mm-hmm. Um the first one is that Riverside had just been sprayed like overhead with an airplane. With a pesticide called uh, malathion. Okay. The whole city was sprayed. Mm-hmm. Um, Did, is that true or is that yeah, just... Yeah, no, okay. it was fact. And, like, the people of Riverside were very kind of concerned about it. Yeah. It's just because they have a big agriculture industry in the city and, like fruit flies were ruining their crops. Okay. So it's all about money. So, like, let's just, like, spray poison in the air yeah. just to, like, get some flies away? Cool. Yeah. Great. So people say that Gloria might have been outside, like, when it was sprayed. Did they, like, release a thing being, like, everyone needs to be inside? Well, I, I don't know, actually. Hmm. 
Because um, it's like, but maybe it like reacted weird with her cancer and like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they think. Like a chemical reaction happened like with the diseases inside her already. Um, just like the worst possible chemistry experiment. But wait, there's more. The ER had also just been sprayed with pesticides. Why would you spray an ER with pesticides? Cockroaches. Oh. Oh. Yeah. But that was five days prior to the incident, and so they have this pesticide lady on the the interview being like, if anything were to happen, like, it would have happened in the four days before, it wouldn't have been, whatever. So the doctor called the mass hysteria thing unfounded and insulting. Mm -hmm. Like, it was kind of a throwaway, like, when he gave up. Like, yeah, this we have is, no idea. We yeah. don't want to investigate this further because we're just going to look stupid for not knowing. Right. So they're... What did they do with her body? Uh, they eventually released it to the family, um, but it took, like, two months. And the family was, like, trying to sue the state, being like, we... This is cruel and, yeah. and unusual. Like, our family member just died and you're not letting us bury her. Yeah, and you can't even see her. And you can... They couldn't find anything wrong. In the autopsy. What? There yeah. was, so there were no flakes in her blood or anything when they did the autopsy? Um, well, why would you know you would yeah, do I wasn't paying attention. I'm, at, I'm asking the real probing <laughs> questions here. <laughs> what, you're not, what, you're not the coroner? Right, yeah. Um, but I bet I could find out. Um, so Livermore Laboratories is in the area, and it's, like, where they produce, like, highly classified... Uh, chemical, like, warfare agents. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where they were, like, testing them. Okay. So, uh, the one of the doctors went to them being like, I need to know how to be treated. Yeah. Like, this was obviously, it, like, their symptoms were those of a, a, like chemical, a chemical weapon attack. attack. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, this is their theory. Um, DMSO is, like, I don't know if it's legal anymore, maybe because of this, because mm-hmm. I've never seen it or heard of it. I guess it's like Icy Hot, you rub it on sore muscles, mm-hmm. um, and they hypothesized that Gloria had been using it a lot for her pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when combined with excess amounts of oxygen, it turns into DMSO2, which is fairly harmless, um, but it produced a reaction inside of the body once the blood was drawn because the temperature changed and the blood became more oxidized and it became DMSO4, mm-hmm. which is a chemical weapon. Oh, my God. That's what their hypothesis is. It's very, like, divisive. There's yeah. a lot of other scientists that disprove it, but, like, I feel like that's pretty... I mean, something like that yeah. seems like... I mean, it doesn't... That's not outside the realm of possibility. That, right. Like, I mean, it's crazy, yeah. but, like, so is, like, all the ER staff passing out when they draw blood. Like, that's not normal. Right. Ugh. Yeah. So, and, like, you wouldn't... Just because one doctor fainted doesn't mean everybody else would faint. Right. Exactly. Like, like it was... Literally everyone, I think it was 22 people, had symptoms. Yeah, that's... But the people closest to the blood... Had were the, the worst ones. symptoms. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was also a conspiracy theory that there was a yellow substance that was drawn from her body, but it was flushed down the sink, and that's when the madness started. Hmm. But the syringe was never found, and the... Yeah. Was it. So someone... 
that guy was like the most conspiracy. Yeah, and He's the like, doctors are like, no one ever found it. Yeah, and I'm like because it probably because didn't, it happen. didn't happen. Yeah. yeah. And they, these doctors obviously want to know what happened. So if that's what happened, they would be saying like, "Yeah, we." It's not some big. Cover why would up. they lie about yeah. like? I mean, a yellow. It could be pus. There's like mm-hmm. a million things a yellow substance could be. It's not like that strange. It's not, right. it's not like saying you saw an alien like walking down the street yesterday. Yeah. Like people wouldn't think you were crazy for saying you withdrew a yellow substance from a body of a dying woman. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. The pesticide theory was kind of unfounded because they said that she would have had to have been wearing something that was soaked in the chemical for, like, weeks. Yeah. Or day, or however long. Yeah. And it, there needed to be enough absorbed into her skin to cause a crazy reaction. But the it doesn't explain the outside reaction. Yeah. It would only explain, like, what was happening to, to her. her. Yeah. Um... I believe in the DMSO thing. That seems like the most probable thing. Mm -hmm. Unless she somehow, like, drank something that the pesticide was in, or maybe she went swimming in a pool. Right. Yeah, that was what I was thinking. Like, or she was literally outside when it... And yeah, it sprayed but on even, her. Even so, like, it's just, like, I, I feel like the thing that makes the most sense is what the chemical weapons people said. I think so, too. There's also, I mean, you can watch the, yeah, see, this is a, mm-hmm. a tube, or can I, DMSO. Did they, did they find out that she was using that? Do they I know? believe so. Yeah, okay. I believe they found it in her home. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it had been so long that they couldn't test her yeah. skin. And, um... They probably couldn't get access to the body anyway. Right. Yeah. Because it was, like, quarantined in the medical examiner's office. In the end, there are still no answers. Like, there... It's, like, a true one-off medical mystery. And it's never happened again. Mm Mm-mm. That's so... I just feel like it was, like, this very specific combination of events and things that, like, could only happen really once. Like, maybe yeah. it could happen again It was, some like, point. the perfect storm of something. Yeah. Like, wrong place, wrong time, basically. Yeah. But this doctor still suffers with symptoms that from is, it. That's awful. I know. Well, at least she did in the 90s. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's the story of the toxic lady. I feel bad for her family. Yeah. Like... She had kids. She had a husband. They just wanted to, like, yeah. lay her to rest. They didn't... They were like, we're sorry this happened, but, like, obviously you guys can't find anything yeah. wrong. Like, let us have our yeah person back. That's so sad. I know. And, I mean, she was dying of cervical cancer, yeah, too, was... so it wasn't like... Like, they were preparing for this, mm-hmm. and they were... And, like, this is not how... I mean, I can only imagine, like, when you're right. already, like... When you know someone's going to die and you're preparing for it and you have, like, a plan in your mind for something and then something com- like this comes out of nowhere and Can completely throws it off. Oh, my gosh. I just, like, you really need, like, order and routine when you're mourning, too. Yeah. And, like, this is, you can't get into a routine. You can't, you don't even know, like, is my mother's body toxic? Like, yeah. is there something in our house? Like, yeah, I mean. Totally. I would, there's so many things. There's that's so really, many really questions. Sad. Like. And no one can answer them. Yeah. Like, and they, they still don't know. One of the... that It's like one of the highest tech labs in the country. Or the world, even. And they couldn't... They were like, maybe this is it. Like, they... Yeah. Were, yeah. So... 
It's sad. It is really sad. These are both very sad. They are both But very sad. interesting. Yeah, but I feel like with BIID, at least there's, like, a chance to live a normal life. Yeah. Maybe a little abnormal, but right. still, like, being happy. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah, this was just pure chaos. Yeah, that, that this is just craziness. Yeah. There's... That's and, like they had to evacuate the hospital. Can you imagine? Yeah, an entire hospital having to. <laughs> no, no, not okay. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah that's wild. There's yeah. a lot. There's a lot of. I would did a lot of medical mystery googling, and there's a lot of weird, weird shit out there. But I know, right? Yeah. Okay. Most so, of it just was really depressing. But sorry. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, what have you been watching lately? Um. Well, Castle Rock. Same. That's on my list too. Yeah. Um, wait, yeah, here, I actually have a list. I've been keeping a list of everything that I watch because people are always like, what have you been watching lately? And <laughs> this is the perfect time to pull that up. Let's hey, see. very useful memo. Um, oh, okay, so, the um, obviously, Castle Rock, but me and Jace just, like, binged over the course of, like, two weeks this show, the sci-fi show called The Magicians. Which is... I've seen previews for that. It's so good. Is it? It's so... It's like... I'm obsessed with it. I, like, have this weird connection to it in a way that I've, like, never... It's, it's like a sexy it's Harry Potter, It's campy as right? fuck, yeah. Yeah. It's a sexy Harry Potter. It's like Doctor <laughs> Who meets Harry Potter, but it's, like, really fucked up. Like, really fucked up Ooh, things happen. Ooh, I like Like, that. things where you're just, like, every other episode, we'd be like, we love this show, and we'd be like, we hate this show, because yeah. it's, like, such an emo- emotional roller coaster. Everyone's super hot. Everyone has sex with each other. Men have sex with men. <laughs> men have sex with women. Women have sex with women. It is a be- it's a wonderful like sexuality is a spectrum Love affirming it. show and I have a crush on every character <laughs> and I was really upset when we finished it in like 2 weeks cuz I was like what am I going to do How now? How many seasons are There's there? There's 3 seasons. There's Aww. two on Netflix and then we like pirated the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> um because they they haven't gone on Netflix yet. But there's going to be a fourth season coming out. So oh, cool. I am a really big fan. I also I w- It's on sci-fi, right? It's on sci-fi, yeah. yeah. And it's like it's a book series too, but I kind like for once in my life I don't really want to read the books because it's, it's probably YA. It's not YA. It's not? No, it's not. It's wow. like, it's like, in the same way that, like, Wicked kind of made the Oz universe, like, adult and fucked up, like, mm-hmm. this does a to Narnia. Okay. Pretty much. Okay. Because the, the world that it's kind of based on, it's called Fillory, mm-hmm. which is supposed to be Narnia. You, like, go through, like, a clock to get there. It's, like, very, it's... And it's, there like, Hogwarts. Some, like you- yeah, it's Hogwarts and Narnia mixed together. And it's, there's a lot of, like, if you're a big fantasy fan, which, like, I grew up just, like as an only child nerd, like, reading lots and lots and lots of books, and so mm-hmm. pretty much I wasn't really allowed to watch TV, so all I did was watch, read just fantasy books. So mm-hmm. this is, like, every fantasy book that I've ever read just, like, combined into one and, like, oh my God. kind of, like, the consequence. I don't know. I love it. It. I know it's corny, and there's, like, musical episodes. It's fucking... It's great. <laughs> I love it. You should watch Magicians. I feel like every show has had... Every, like, show that I love has had a musical episode. Yeah, it's, like... And they and there's so many great pop culture references. Oh god, I just I love, I love the magicians. I, everyone's so cute. And <laughs> well, I'm, I'm definitely checking it out now. Yeah. What have you been watching? Um. So Castle Rock. Yeah. Obviously. Um. I watched a really fucked up documentary Ooh. called Capturing the Freedmans. It's about this man who was a teacher for like 40 years, and he had a computer class that he ran out of his basement and then it kind of 
I don't know how to feel about it because it has satanic panic like mm-hmm. aspects of it. Like they hypnotize some of his students to try and recall yeah. if they had been molested or not. Mm-hmm. Like so in this creepy uh, like this creepy basement. basement. Mm-hmm. I mean, they probably were, but <laughs> well, here's the thing. It's like they charge both the dad and their youngest son and he's 18. Um, the dad admits to molesting three boys, but in a different place. Like, not any of his students. And one of the students they interviewed, they were like, I just never, that never happened. Like, I was there for two years. Like, I signed up for every session and I never saw anything like that happen. And then they interviewed another guy who was, like, laying on a couch and he's drinking and he's like, oh, yeah, it happened at least, like, 15 times. What? And I'm like, uh, I don't know how to feel about this. Yeah. And, like, the, it's three brothers and then the dad and his wife. Yeah. The wife's, like, a cold witch. Like, I don't know how to explain <laughs> it. She's, like, very... Just, Obviously, like, a terrible yeah, person. Bad person. Maybe she was the one doing the molesting. So they both pled guilty, like, because they got plea bargains. Yeah. You know? Like, it, instead of spending life in jail, mm-hmm. like, he only... the While well, the dad died in jail, he was old. Like, old, old. Yeah. He had, like, a massive heart attack. And he was in uh, Wisconsin. Of course he was in Wisconsin. <laughs> Everything. No, but this happened in uh, Little Neck, New York. Oh. But they moved into a federal prison in Washington. Oh, or in Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I was like, this just seems like something that would happen in Wisconsin. Like, it's coming to my computer class in the basement. Sure, yeah, that sounds legit. Like, let's just, like, oh, let our child and go. not to mention, the house was raided and they found tons of child pornography. Oh, well, I mean, So yeah. that kind of, but I thought, I, I still firmly believe that it was only the dad. I don't think the son had anything to do with it. It's like Brendan Dassey. Just yeah. like, stop <sighs> pulling poor teenage boys into he your bullshit. He just wanted to go to WrestleMania. He just wanted to go. <laughs> he's out, though. No, he's not. He's not? No, he's not. They have, like, pushed, like, the state of Wisconsin went to the Supreme Court to, like, make sure that he couldn't get out and he's still in jail. Oh, my God. The Supreme Court wouldn't hear his appeal, so he's in jail. Like, the. Holy his case was overturned, but the state of Wisconsin appealed that verdict, and they won, and then it basically went back and forth up until the Supreme Court, and he is still in fucking jail. Yeah. It is, like, such a travesty. <laughs> it's awful. I am, like, in shock. Oh, no. I know. It is very sad. On a lighter note, mm-hmm. I watched that stupid show, Insatiable. Oh my god, I tried to watch the first... I, tr- I watched this as well. Yeah. Did you watch all of it? I did. You watched all of it. I did. I watched the first... Because everyone was flipping the fuck out about it. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I had to, I I had gotta to know. see what it was about. I gotta yeah. know. Like, maybe it's actually funny. It's not very good. Did you like it? No, I think that was her. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, she's just breathing in a weird way. You okay, Skate? I was kind of hoping that it would be like offensive in like a really satirical like just in like it gets that way does it mm-hmm. is it so it's good i kind of don't want to say that i liked it because people are going <laughs> to be like you're a body shamer like you're whatever but they make fun of her for being like she it turns out that she's just a bad person like yeah. getting skinny doesn't automatically make you a good person and she was a shitty person before yeah. and like she's still a shitty person and she like murders people oh. spoiler alert 
Alright, maybe gets, I'll keep it watching it. It gets real dark. If she starts murdering people, I could get into it. Yeah. Because it gets really weird. Okay. I Cause liked like Because I really liked that Santa Clarita Diet show that's yeah. on Netflix. And I I'm couldn't like, get through it. Oh my god. Well, did you watch only the first episode? Yeah. Do not watch the first episode. First okay. episode is terrible. Uh, really? Yeah. I watched the first episode, stopped watching it for six months, and then I was like, man, I like really love Drew Barrymore, and I just feel like I need to give this another chance. So I sat down and just like started from the second episode, and it's so funny. It's really funny that you mentioned that, because in this show, Insatiable, they have an obsession with Drew Barrymore. Really? <laughs> they even mentioned the Santa Clarita Diet. Do they Because really? they're both Netflix Because they're both shows. on Netflix, yeah. yeah. Um, no, it's really good. And you, like, I watched the entire thing within, like, two days, and it's, like, laugh out loud funny. Like, we, me and Jace were both watching it, and, like, I have friends cracking who, yeah, up. Yeah, Ellie loves it. Yeah. And, and it's... I haven't watched it, it. The first episode is trash. It yeah. is hot garbage. It's, like, the whole first season of Parks and Rec, basically. <laughs> like, I mean, there's some, there's some standout episodes there, yeah. but, like, in general, like, Leslie Nope's a fucking idiot, and, yeah. like, we all know that Leslie's not an idiot. Right. You know? Totally. So... Yeah, but I recommend Santa Clarita Diet. And I recommend at least giving Insatiable All right, I'll give Insatiable it's another try. It's kind of one of those things that's, like, painful to watch, but it's, you want to keep watching it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the last one um, was Dark Tourist, which is also a Netflix show. We talked about this. And they go to Milwaukee, and they do a Jeffrey Dahmer tour, like, the Cream City Killer tour, which... I'm planning on going on, mm-hmm. like, because Milwaukee is just, like, a stone's throw. Yeah, I mean, I always say Oops. I'm going to go to Milwaukee. I'm like, it's just, like, a 45-minute train ride. And I have lived here for almost seven years, and mm-hmm. I have not gone, not once to I'm Milwaukee. I'm at my 10-year marker. Like, at the 20th, I will have lived here for Where are you years. from originally? The Burbs. So oh. it's not even, like, like kind, I've yeah. kind of lived here forever. Yeah. Um, And it was okay. We talked about this yesterday. Yeah. Um, the host is kind of a snob. Yeah. He's the one who did Tickled. He did Tickled. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I was saying to you yesterday, I, I watched the first episode of this, which is like the Pablo Escobar tour, and was like very annoyed by him. Mm-hmm. But I also didn't realize at the time that it was the same guy that did Tickled. And I think if I had, I would have given him more leeway because I really like Tickled. Right. So I feel like if I had gone into that having known that that's what that was that yeah. that's who this was and that's like the kind of like vibe it was but it just like some of the things really threw me off but maybe i just like it annoyed it i was at first kind of like i feel like he's not talking to enough women mm-hmm. and like maybe that's just me being like a crazy the feminist the second one is all women okay well that's good <laughs> yeah it, it annoyed me in the pablo escobar one because i felt like there was like a few of like women's narratives being like kind of thrown under the bus like we go he goes to like that like house and they're like oh we had all these sex parties here yeah, and we're like, like no, were they sex rape. parties or were they like rape parties because yeah. like i can't imagine that everybody there was like consensual whatever <laughs> that's just that was just like my little pet peeves and i went on a whole rant about it yet to you yesterday I yeah i'm gonna go into it again but i was going to go home and watch the milwaukee one <laughs> last night and then my boyfriend was like this is depressing so we watched like a documentary about the ocean and about bioluminescence. <laughs> Very interesting. Which is awesome. Yeah, you know, cuttlefish and yeah. deep sea creatures. Love it. Are kind of creepy too. Yeah, so they are. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, um, please follow us on Instagram at Ghoul Gang Podcast and on Twitter at Ghoul Gang Pod six six six. 
Um, Caroline, plug your shit. Um, you can find me on Twitter at CorelineXMaria, on Instagram at CorelineMaria. <gasps> um, thank you for listening. We will be back next week. We're planning on doing weekly episodes, so keep your eyes peeled. And I'll be back at some point, too. Yes. Um, Caroline's going to be appearing much more frequently. Well, appearing. appearing. Well, how do you... I'm going to be speaking into your ears. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. All right. Thanks for listening to the Ghoul Gang. Creep it real. Bye. Bye.